0: I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode, and every future episode, is dedicated to the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time.
1: On today's special episode number four, we're reviewing Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Unlike the first film, which was universally panned when it came out, this one actually has fans torn. Some love it, and some hate it. What's your thoughts? Well, hopefully you've seen it, because we're going to gut it. Oh yes, there will be spoilers today on High on on Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. Alright, before we get into our review... Let's talk about what we're smoking today, because we're definitely going to get fucked up when we talk about this movie. I got Masterpiece, that strong, gassy indica that I posted about on Instagram on Thanksgiving. I smoked this when I watched Blood Rage. Uh, That's what we smoked before we went to see uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City in the theaters. Um, This shit is a strong, gassy indica, and it's the last I got of it. I'm sad to see it go, but... Let's send it out on a high note. And uh, you have something for us, too, right, John? What do you got Damn, you
0: brought an indica, too. I brought an indica. We're going to be like, like we got the T-virus in us by the end of the episode. <laughs> if, we, if we just snooze, just pass out halfway, halfway towards the end of this.
1: <laughs> our editors will hate us. My Josh bad. will hate us.
0: It's the Fozzie that I that I had for our uh, season finale. I also have my last snuck of that.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so it's the last of our strong, gassy indicas. Yeah, I gotta go to re-up tomorrow. Alright, sweet. Alright, well, yeah, all right, I'm gonna spark us up. Let's get us into that uh, synopsis, if you got one.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> uh, Ra- Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. It's set in 1998, just like the original video game. And it follows a group of survivors. Uh, Claire Redfield, uh, Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine... Uh, Albert Wesker, Leon Kennedy. If you play the game, you're familiar while well, the first two you're familiar with them. Uh, but it's, uh, them trying to survive during a zombie outbreak in the small town of, you guessed it, raccoon city.
1: Yeah, man, I actually, uh, you know, I'm a fan of the original resident evil movie from 2002. Um, uh, I know that, you know, a lot of people hate that movie and I understand why, Uh, i think it's a solid movie it's got a solid cast uh mila jovovic does a fantastic job as uh, as alice and i appreciate that the movie feels like it could take place in the resident evil universe without stepping on the toes of any anything really major um uh, i like that uh alice is vulnerable yet an absolute ass kicker um uh, you do not want to fuck with her uh and uh I remember I was gifted the first Resident Evil film on my birthday on DVD, and I really liked the movie, and I still enjoy it. Uh, it's fun, it's sexy, it's action-packed, and uh, it's uh, a fun popcorn horror movie, you know? So, uh, going into having to sit through all of those shitty sequels that came after it, and now getting to Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, I was uh, thankful. I was actually thankful for this reboot because I hated to see the resident evil brand go out the way that it did on the note that it did. So I was very hyped to see this movie. What were your, uh, how did you feel coming into it? Were you hyped? Did you have any expectations?
0: When I saw the trailer and it had the scene straight out of the original resident evil, I was like, okay, I'm interested. I, I grew up playing. I, I didn't play a lot of the resident evil games, but I played the first one. I played the second one and I thought it was kind of interesting in this movie that they combined 1 and 2 video game wise kind of just into one movie which i I'm trying to remember my lore properly but i believe resident evil 2 uh that game picks up like 2 months or a something. few months i, be- I don't yeah. remember specifically but so, I mean, a few it, months I, yeah but it was interesting cuz i i fully expected chris uh maybe claire and you know Jill Wesker I did not expect Leon Kennedy to be in it, and I mean Claire is from the second one as well, but there was definitely moments, I don't want to give anything away, that there was little easter eggs to the video game, and I kind of felt like uh, that meme of um, Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's like pointing at the screen (laughs) like, oh shit, I remember that. But uh,
1: you didn't really play the games much, right? um i i played the first game Uh, i played the first and second game i remember um i got the first game at kb toys i remember like specifically where i bought it at the in the concord mall back when there was a kb toys I used to love that store um but yeah i i loved the first resident evil game um in between scaring me it was really just a bunch of puzzles and like like you know solving things um uh, so, yeah, it was it was a fun game. And uh, like you said, it definitely, you know, uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City really combines um, the stories because you get the police station from part two and you get the uh, mansion from uh, part one. There's um, a knowledge nugget for you. Um, the alternate names for Resident Evil, the game were originally just horror game and biohazard <laughs> yeah. horror game. Could you imagine
0: yeah I I hadn't played the first one in a while and uh actually our uh buddy Ian we had on I uh I watched his YouTube he has a whole series on the first 10 years of the games and uh that's how I learned learned that it was originally the working title was just horror game and horrible <laughs> Yeah <I'm, laughs> I mean but as a kid I would have probably bought it just because it was called horror game
1: I know well actually um while we're on the topic uh, of the video game I was going to say that uh the uh, Japanese horror film Sweet Home that uh, the that had a video game based off of it, and that was Re- Resident Evil, the game, was kind of based off of that. Um, I never saw the movie Sweet Home, and every time I talk about Resident Evil and I think about that, I'm always like, man, I really need to get around to watching that movie. Um, yeah, the game was also inspired by Alone in the Dark, which I've never played. Have you ever played Alone in the Dark?
0: I haven't, but I mean, Resident Evil also spun off like a whole bunch of games after that, like Especially Silent Hill.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Silent Hill
0: and Resident Evil scared the shit out of me as a kid. Even, like, I remember I bought Resident Evil 2 and I was playing it in daylight. And it was, like, as a kid, it was still, I think came out in 96, so I was like 10. It, it fucking terrified me. And now I look back, I'm like, these graphics are terrible. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did play the remake of Resident Evil 2, and it still creeped the shit out of me. That's the one thing. is like, you talk about the puzzles in the game, yeah. but even when you're doing the puzzles, you're like, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, what I is about to happen if I
1: finish this puzzle? Or- and this door opens. What's yeah. going to be behind this fucking door, right?
0: Also, oh, I just this popped in my head. My most intense video game experience ever was playing the original Resident Evil remastered on my PS4 while I was on acid. (laughs) I made it sounds like
1: a John story.
0: I made it like fifteen minutes. I wasn't scared, but man, like like I it just it was too You whipped yourself out with anxiety too intense.
1: intense. I knew you were gonna say that.
0: I forgot about that till now, but yeah uh, Yeah yeah as for the games they're classics and I mean pretty much i mean it didn't start but it was a gave a big hand in helping start the
1: survival horror genre yeah i I mean even even for someone like me who wasn't a big gamer isn't a big gamer um that uh resident evil and silent hill were everywhere back in the day i mean everybody knows that rather like that's that was just a thing like you go into the grocery store and the game magazines have silent hill or resident evil on them like those games i never played a single silent hill game i would love to Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I think it was
0: silent Hill four. I played like 20 minutes of, and I was like, Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the movie. We're getting sidetracked. Okay. But, uh, all right. So let's talk about, um, how about we talk about what we liked about the new movie before we get into what we disliked? Um,
0: I thought I'm going to mispronounce his name. Avin... Jogia, Jogia, Mm -hmm. as Leon Kennedy, like I enjoyed him. I thought he did a good Leon. Leon's always been, always been my favorite from the games. I think it's mostly because I picked up the second one first, but I thought he did a great job as Leon. His look was well done. Excuse me. Um, his, his look was well done. Like as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's Leon. Whereas maybe like Jill, I didn't pick up that that was Jill at first. Like that one threw me for a loop, but like for them getting characters pretty well done, I'd say Leon, uh, Chris, and I mean it's kind of easy to get Claire right—you just throw a red jacket on her. But <laughs> I thought they did well. Um, D- uh, Donald Donald Logue, is that how mm-hmm. you say his name? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, dude, he was great as the chief
1: of police. <laughs> yeah, he was. He really was. Uh, the the scene where. Um Everyone's getting where, like, the uh, umbrella SWAT members, whatever you want to call them, are uh, like shooting at the zombies, and he's in the car. And he's, like, trying to back out as all the bullets are flying and all the chaos is ensuing. So that was, like, one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite scene. Like, I just thought that scene was badass. I didn't know what was going to happen. And because we saw it in the theater, everything was so loud, you just felt like you were in that moment with him. And it was just, like, a, just, just, shit just broke out. You just didn't know what was going to happen. I liked it.
0: Was it as loud as that person who brought the baby,
1: though? <laughs> Somebody actually brought their baby. A fucking baby You see and,
0: Resident Evil. And your luck, they sat right fucking next to you. They, thankfully, the kid didn't cry that much, but, like... Drew and I got our tickets early, and we, we always try to get our tickets, like, smack dab middle. Or at least the middle of the row, whatever row we're sitting in. Apparently, this family decided they wanted that row as well, and afterwards, we literally, like, split this family up. And the people next to me wouldn't stop talking the whole movie. I mean, they were having open discussion. I want to tell the lady, like... he can't fucking hear you after you've yelled five times get back in the car get back in the car get back in the car (laughs) and you said you said people were talking on your side too
1: yeah they were they were talking they were just you know saying cliche things like you know i don't know how he survived that and stuff like that you know and uh, because it's a
0: zombie movie i guess (laughs) i mean
1: i don't know yeah there was a lot of uh a lot of excited people in that crowd um the people to beside me more made me laugh. They didn't upset me though. You were just downright annoyed.
0: <sighs> Nicole says I'm a curmudgeon when I go to movies. I love seeing horror movies in theaters, but I love see See, I'm the opposite where everybody's like, Oh, I love seeing a horror movie with the crowd. No, I don't want to see it with the crowd. I want to see it by myself, super quiet, like you taking me out of the element of the movie when you sit here having an open discussion <laughs> about characters while I'm like, okay, they're setting the scene here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel you. It definitely takes you out of the mood. Um, But but back to the movie. Uh, The first thing about this movie that I want to say is something that you had mentioned uh, in your synopsis was was that it takes place in 1998 like the original game. So I love that little detail. It's a nice little touch. But also, I want to mention that instead of being a little bitch and fleeing like he did in the the video game, helicopter pilot Vickers dies by being attacked in this movie. So they kind of give Vickers redemption. Uh, in yeah, this game. I thought
0: about that too When that happened I mean, I guess Maybe slight spoiler there But uh, Well, we're
1: doing spoilers It's it's a review episode, so
0: Alright, so Okay, spoilers were on the board I was holding back till later But
1: here we are <laughs> Let it fly Yeah, I was
0: gonna say I was like, wait a minute, that's not what happens with Vickers. Yeah, they made Vickers way more likable. Yeah, in this, where they kept uh, Wesker just being a dick the entire time, just <laughs> like the game.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like
0: the whole time in the game, like you're supposed to be shocked that he turned on you, but like, no, I wasn't. Like, this guy yeah. was always a dick.
1: And I, I mean, they did the same thing with the movie. Agreed. Um, even when he was on, even when he's playing on the on the good guy side and being a member of stars, so to speak, Um, he's always just a dick. You know, he's always got a little bit of a dick to him. Um, But, um, yeah, what I like about the movie uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, what I like about it, my likes are, uh, it's scary. It's intense as hell. It's violent. It's gory. And it's a real zombie movie. Whereas the 2002 film was an action sci-fi zombie flick. This is just pure, unadulterated survival horror, just like the game.
0: Yeah, and I saw um, that it said uh, this was kind of inspired by Assault on Precinct. A lot of Carpenter films, uh, they said it was inspired by Halloween, Assault on Precinct 13, and The Fog. Oh, nice. Uh, filmmaker explained the origin stories of peace divided between two ma- main locations, the Spencer Mansion and the Police Department. And uh, they said, after a dozen games, six live-action movies, and hundreds of pan- pages of fan fiction, we felt compelled to return to the year 1998 to explore the secrets hidden in the Spencer Mansion in Raccoon City.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, you know. And but- I,
0: can, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say, I could see all three of those Carpenter
1: movies. More heavily of the three actually is sold on Precinct 13. Yeah, definitely. That's the most heavily influenced for sure. Um, that one's obvious, actually, when you say it. But uh, what I like about this movie is that uh, there is no heroes in this one. There's nobody running up walls and Showtime kicking dogs. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Anthony Pettis. Uh, Claire saves a few people's asses by shooting zombies, but that's it just shooting zombies. There's no heroes. They're just real genuine people in a fucked situation trying to survive. It's a very dark and gritty movie. It's very dark and gritty in tone, whereas the 2002 film felt very polished. You know, um... The other thing is that, uh, in the, um, in the original movie, uh, the zombies were a bit boring, uh, you know, uh, they were cool to look at, but there been nothing much besides that. And, uh, there wasn't much gore. So, um, the fact that there was, uh, that there is a lot of gore in this movie definitely, definitely rectifies that because I mean, it's a fucking zombie movie. You want gore, So, you know, uh, trust me, uh, you're thirst will be quenched for blood when you see this movie if you're looking for a bloody real zombie movie.
0: I will say I was just thinking of this. One of my complaints would be that there's too many scenes, I feel like, of people being saved by other people. Where you think they're gonna die and then somebody all of a sudden has a gun and like saves. Yeah,
1: them. yeah, I could see that. I could see I could see that. Um but but dude like the the zombies. How about the zombies? I mean, they were fucking, they were smart and relentless and fast as fuck. I mean, those things were, they were fucking vicious. Those were not the zombies. I was telling my friend Joshua about this. These are not zombies that you can just like, oh, I'm running upstairs to get somewhere so I can just brush them out of the way and run past them. Like, these things put up a fucking fight. They are not dumb and they have a motive and uh, they are fast as fuck. And uh, I mean, they were just brutal. Like whenever they were on screen, it almost caused some, it almost caused a little bit of dread because you're like, oh shit! Like these things are fucking mean. Like who's gonna die? Who's gonna get fucked up? That and like,
0: they did a good job incorporating the zombies from the game. Like some of the special zombies, like, uh, oh man, I'm, I know I'm probably gonna mess this up. The leaper, leaper hunter,
1: the hunters, yeah, yeah.
0: Like like I thought they looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um. Tyrant looked good, but I didn't like the whole. Th- well, I mean, I guess in the game you could complain the game was worse, where just Tyrant's just a s- specimen that breaks out at the end. Yeah, where, where this kind of tried to tie it in story wise. Um, but I I still like the look of of Tyrant, and I thought that was well done.
1: Um, I I a hundred percent agree. I loved uh, Tyrant, and that was uh, one of the things about um, again the f- the first film that I want to bring up is that um. The uh, the main villain should have been Tyrant in the 2002 film, but it wasn't. The main villain was a giant super liquor, which is just weak, um, because you know, like Tyrant was supposed to be the big bad, and he wasn't the game. He should have been in the movie, and um, you know, the difference with that is that um, the liquor was actually in uh, the second Resident Evil movie. He wasn't, or I'm sorry, the second Resident Evil game. The liquor was made by the G virus in the second game. So they just completely forgo that and just put liquor in the first movie and make him, uh, just evolve and turn into the super liquor and that's the villain instead of tyrant. And I was a little, I was a little upset about that, you know. Um, they they included uh, liquor, but they didn't include, <clears throat> they didn't include the evil poison ivy, like uh, Resident Evil Two had, you know. But um, but anyway, yeah. So the villain in the first movie, uh, if it were trying to stay true to the source material, should have been the chim- the chimera or the hunters. But they went with a liquor. And whereas this movie actually gives you Tyrant, which was a fucking relief. Because that's what I think when you see Resident Evil. And you know it's the first chapter of a movie or a game. You expect Tyrant. You want to see Tyrant. I always love Tyrant. I used to have an action figure of him. That one big arm. You know, that dude is not to be fucked with.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking if, you know. I mean, I'm sure they're probably going to try to pick up from here and make a sequel. I'd, I'd love to see Mr. X in the next one
1: oh yeah oh yeah absolutely and uh, here's a knowledge note for you uh listeners out there um uh lisa trevor who's in this movie um she you'll see her helping claire out as a kid and as an adult uh she is actually a character from the 2002 video game remake
0: yeah i never really got into the uh remake so much and i know there was like prequel games that came out um but uh I wanted to talk about the uh patient zero. I thought they did real good with that with the uh with the dog.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I have to say the special effects are well done.
1: I agree. I agree. I think the special effects are well done. Um I thought the uh the acting was also great. Um I didn't I don't have any real complaints about the special effects. I mean, I thought that the dog looked a little too CGI at some scenes um the and, and like not good cgi it looked like kind of bad cgi and a few at a few angles but besides that i don't really have any complaints about the uh about the the effects and um yeah i, I also like i said i think that the acting was really good from everybody like you had uh mentioned um evan uh jogia um yeah i, th- I think that he did a good job i think that uh that they all really did a good job um johannes roberts uh who directed both 47 meters down movies really went for the throat with this one he he's a great director and i think he actually was the right person at the right time to put behind the resident evil uh series this is
0: uh <clears throat> going off on a little well, little side tangent here who's a more fucked up company umbrella or the Wayland yutani company
1: I thought you were going to say your WWE. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Damn, Vince is that bad. He basically Umbrella?
1: <laughs> no. um, that's a, that's a close one, right? I'd have to say that... Uh, I have to say Resident Evil. or I'm sorry, Resident Evil. I have to say uh, Umbrella. I have to say Umbrella because they're just... I don't know. I feel that... Uh, at the heart of Waylon, there was a motive to try and do good, whereas with Umbrella, I feel that they just don't give a fuck about you, anybody.
0: You think Waylon really had... They want to use that as I a mean.
1: Soldier. I mean, he cared a little bit more about people, I think. they killed, I think Waylon I mean, cared a little bit more about people than Umbrella. I would argue Umbrella literally that, doesn't give a shit about anybody.
0: I mean, but you could say the same thing. It says crew is expendable. All they want back is the sample. They don't give a shit about it. Any of those workers.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess I guess I it's, guess it's gotta pro- be
0: close. They are both uh they're pretty bad. Like I would have thrown Skynet in there, but I would give you the argument that she said that at least they were trying to do something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Sky
0: Sky Skynet just fucked up. Way the I way agree. the way Sky yeah, and... Skynet
1: are trying to end the world, so I mean <laughs> Sky well, Skynet Well they're not they're trying like, to end the world the, the
0: the the machines after they're
1: put online, turn to. on skynet, skynet. right 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 well you know what i mean but yeah uh okay so so evil skynet fucking we'll call it evil skynet or turn skynet yeah that's probably the most evil like yeah that, the robots don't give a fuck no they really don't they really don't but um
0: yeah i just had to throw that out there because i was gonna say the wait, the way we, Wayland Utani and umbrella like two of the most fucked up con. i can't think of any other ones in cinema history that are maybe more fucked up willy wonka <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um well i mean willy wonka is pretty fucked up actually um yeah um i i felt that uh one of the things that i also liked about the movie was i felt some uh rec in there the uh spanish found footage film that we had talked about a couple of weeks ago that celebrated its anniversary I can't relate <laughs> that i think that it's like i i truly think that's the best found footage film ever made um i, I really felt some rec in there when everybody was was getting attacked uh, in the mansion when they were going up the stairs and all of the zombies and infected are coming out of the doors and everybody's getting attacked at lunch. At, at lunch? What? At once. <laughs> when everyone <laughs> was getting attacked at once. They uh, only attack you when you eat it, huh? <laughs> well, they want you for lunch, so I mean, I don't know. But, uh... It, it, yeah, that whole scene and segment just felt very much like RAC to me, but that's a good thing because it creates that claustrophobia and that, that panic-inducing dread that just makes you just dread what's coming next, you know? And didn't you feel that in this, in the, for a brief moment, at least for maybe like a minute or two in the mansion when they are going up the stairs, shit just hit the fan, and you're like, it was like nonstop. You're just like, whoa, like it's almost too much to keep up with, and it's bad shit, it's not good shit, it's not heroic shit, it's like, oh my god, like people are getting fucked up yeah yeah there was yeah there was some
0: bad times people getting fucked up especially when they came across the bravo team and that uh fucking zombies just chomping oh yeah and like these people are supposed to be special like forces right they're like shooting like stormtroopers out here (laughs)
1: like nobody's hitting the head that's very true i mean (laughs) stormtroopers was a very good way to put it I mean they're hidden
0: targets, it. but like they're even after it's been established about the headshot, which you know that is becoming an annoying cliche. I feel like in zombie movies that like we have to announce it like in everyone, oh the head, like nobody knows yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Then still, so, anyway, it's, yeah,
1: it's it's just like with vampires, like you have to still explain to people that like the sunlight or stakes or yeah, like I feel vampires, like most like, of
0: us kind kind of know how this works. Yeah, but anyway, even after it's been like established to shoot them in the head, like they're still like still just like shotgunning them in the chest and shit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree yeah, and emptying clips at that, not just like one shot. But I'm yeah. talking like shooting motherfuckers like like six, seven times like, in the chest, and then when they get up, acted surprised.
0: Yeah, and, like stars is like an elite group of like people. Like you would figure that like if that's what's protected, Raccoon City. Like no wonder that shit went to hell. <laughs> well, um, Bravo team got fucked up. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's no joke. Um, absolutely no joke there. They definitely got fucked up. But uh, I want to go back and say something real quick. Um, before we just completely blow towards the uh, just talk about the new movie. I want to go back and talk about the original 2002 film again for a second. Um, one of the things that I really liked about uh, the 2002 Resident Evil film was the score by, uh, Marco Batrami and, wow, <laughs> the score by Marco Botrami and Marilyn Manson, uh, that score fucking rocks, and it was, it's creepy as shit, and it's also heavy, <clears throat> and, uh, I feel the same way with the score from the new movie, uh, from uh,
0: Mark, uh, Corvin,
1: yep, from Mark Corvin, uh, th- th- he did an amazing job on the new score, like, the, this, st- it's not as much creepy music, as more just like beats and tones to like really just set that atmospheric horror tone to this let you know like you're not at ease at any point in the movie don't re- don't rest up something's gonna happen um so yeah the scores um in, in 2002 and uh in 2021 for these movies are are both great and uh also a knowledge nug for you in the 2002 resident evil film the president's of capcom japan and america make cameos in the film as zombies so that's pretty fucking cool yeah um also capcom
0: has made a fucking ton of good games
1: no shit right but there's a lot of things like it's funny because the first resident evil movie didn't really stay true to the to the original it takes place in the mansion but but they created mila jovovich's character right right um but they they the laser scene where you see uh people getting fucking diced up like cubed meat in that laser scene, uh, I love that fucking scene. It's possibly, probably the best scene in the movie. They actually took that from the Resident Evil 4 game. Um, so, you know, they, they did do a little bit of the research when they watched that movie, when they made that movie, but ultimately, that's a Paul W.S. Anderson movie, and he really does whatever the fuck he wants. Um, you know, but uh, but I do want to say that the ending of Resident Evil 2002 was one of the best things that I've ever witnessed. I know people listening might laugh at that, but... It's the truth. Um, when I when I first watched that movie, I actually stood up in excitement as the ending was happening. And I thought to myself, holy shit, let this be the end. Please end here. This is a fucking perfect ending. Oh, my God. And that theme kicked on by Manson and Batrami. And, uh, and the screen went black. And I remember just kind of like applauding in my head like, holy shit, what a way to fucking end a movie. And uh, and then they also tease that Matt's going to be nemesis in the sequel, so gives you a little hope that the sequel was going to be something. But ends up ends up being uh, complete shit, like every other sequel that came after that. Anyway, let's get back to Welcome to Raccoon City.
0: Well, I was going to jump back to uh, Mark Corvin. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. He's some of his other movies he's done. He did Cube uh, from nineteen ninety seven. Okay, and he did Egg- uh, both of Eggers' movies, The Witch and the Lighthouse.
1: Oh. I'm not so, really that well. I'm, I'm not really familiar with his name, but I mean, I've known I know those movies and I, I can't complain, even though I didn't care for The Witch. I mean, I, I definitely appreciated the music I mean, and at the fault, just music hate him for that, no good reason. That string music, I always like that stuff, it keeps you on edge.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I just want to point out, yeah, you know, when I was looking into him, uh, he's done some good stuff, he does a lot of sci fi, horror stuff. I've noticed for People people kind of stick to genres. Besides directors, I feel like. like like you'll see like a lot of composers they'll just kind of stick to like those certain kind of movies. I mean, you have exceptions like Hans Zimmer; it's done like everything. Right, right. But like usually, if you find somebody that got their start in in music with like sci-fi horror, they kind of stick there. I mean, like even Carpenter the the stuff he's released that wasn't themes for his movies still for a lot of it had like a sci-fi horror feel to it
1: yeah and almost again i always bring this up but like a rock all of his music has like a rock and roll undertone to it like if, no matter how creepy or listen to any of john carpenter's music whether it's a theme used in a movie or just something on one of his cds there's no hip-hop in that i'm not bashing hip-hop i'm just saying you're not going to listen to carpenter and go damn he's inspired by hip-hop no you can tell that that dude is a rocker and i love it
0: and the, <laughs> i would say the closest he got the country would be vampires but it still had, it had that, that like, twang to it yeah, it yeah. that's
1: tw- that, that southern twang to it and i then, totally uh, feel that
0: even though we talk about raccoon city one more one i was gonna say his most rock sounding one i have to think is in the mouth of madness
1: yeah like the opening the opening yeah. credit sequence there's a like guitar solos in that bitch yeah and i will for the thousandth time say that man has never made a bad score he's never made a bad score he's and made a bad was, movie he's made a bad movie but it took him a is long like time like two of his biggest fans <laughs> it took him a long a bad time movie. man like i was just talking to a coworker uh, about him at work and i mentioned i'm like yeah hey, this is the dude that did halloween and The Thing, and In the Mouth of Madness, and They Live, and Someone's Watching You, and Starman, and my co-worker goes, damn, he's the dude that did all those? And I'm like, yeah, and he's done more. And I have to go on, I'm like, he did Assault on Precinct 13, and he's just like, you know, holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, John Carpenter is very much like the Steven Spielberg of the horror like Of, of like the horror, horror genre. sci-fi. Yeah, of like the horror sci-fi. Like he has the longest, most consistent streak of good fucking movies. He might have made bad movies towards the end of his career, but if you look at, like, from the start of his career to, like, almost right, like, four or five at the very end of it, uh, I mean, every movie is just about a a hit. It's crazy. It's... it's, it's, The dude knew how to make a fucking movie.
0: Yeah, the ward and ghost of mars were his last two yeah the
1: ward was the ward was awful man i remember i was thinking john carpenter did this like i haven't
0: subjected myself to it because how much i like carpenter and everybody i know that had seen it says it's terrible and it's funny because i'd saw it on netflix for the longest time and i'm like oh this i didn't even look that carpenter directed it i just was like oh you know this looks kind of decent and then like everybody's like no it's terrible and then you were like it was a carpenter movie and i was like what (laughs) well um so we got off on a tangent any excuse to talk about john carpenter i'm in for
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely anyway yeah back to resident evil raccoon city one of the things that i like about uh resident evil welcome to raccoon city is that uh johannes roberts the director he very much made this his own movie and didn't make it a stereotypical zombie movie which is kind of what the 2002 resident evil movie was besides the t-virus storyline it was more of like a just common generic zombie movie that uh the 2002 movie actually even stole uh several scenes from um george a romero's uh dawn of the dead and day of the dead so um yeah there's no scene stealing there's no uh there's no real obvious like homages or rip offs in this movie. It's very much its own movie. So I do definitely appreciate it for that.
0: Yeah, he's he's had some good movies. He did the forty seven meters down movies. Um I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, but The Strangers Pray at Night, he did that as well. I yeah, I liked
1: know. I liked that. I mean, it wasn't don't get me it wasn't as strong as the first one. Uh but I mean it was good.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw it in theaters when it came out, and I mean it just got shit on and I I thought it was a okay to good movie. Mhm. And I mean Christina Hendricks is in it? So that's
1: a plus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, there there's this uh, scene um in uh in, in Resident Evil where like the elevator opens up and um all of the zombies are inside the elevator and they just reach and grab JD and pull him into the elevator and it's just such a rip off of a it's, this is a direct pull from us that scene in uh, Dawn of the Dead when that same thing happens so again yeah I just I really appreciate that uh, I'm not watching this going like hey yeah they they this person obviously did their uh, Romero homework and is trying to show off you know that they can do homages I like that this was something this was something original and that it was it was its own beast and not something that uh, it was trying to be or compete with things that had come before it
0: you know I I mean I think it's a lot of people have said it but the zombie genre has gotten Stale Oh yeah like,
1: uh, It's I, I been stale mean, man for a while The Walking Dead fucking saw to that
0: it, It's funny because zombies had gone away And the first two seasons of The Walking Dead Were good At least season one and two were both good Anyway it seems like You had Romero zombies And then people kept doing that It died out and then you had the 28 days later With the fast zombies And then people just latched onto that for a while And then Walking Dead is just making me want to hate zombies. But, which, uh, like, this, and I feel like the other one is vampires, where nobody shows any kind of initiative in trying to do something different with the genre. Create a different kind of vampire. I agree. Um, Well, I I guess you could say they kind of did with Twilight, but that was a bad idea. But at least it tried something.
1: Dude, it's so bad now that even, uh, even the whole like Barlow, Salem's Lot style vampires being ripped off and everything. Now like that was one where you saw it every once in a while. Like you know the Nosferatu and then Barlow. You saw that bald, old, you know buck long fingered vampire like here and there. But now it's like it's an, uh, that movie Jacob's Wife with Barbara Crampton and uh, that that movie was that movie was okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it was okay. I can tolerate. It. I'm not gonna buy it or watch it again. But uh, just all these vampire movies coming out of the woodwork just trying to use the whole old ancient uh, bald vampire thing. And it's like even that, it, not even that sacred anymore. Like everything is just so used to fucking death, man.
0: Yeah, and I mean like I, as much as I'm complaining about that, I'm not necessarily saying that about uh, Resident Evil. Because yeah. I mean it already had its formula from the 90s. And I mean, but theirs did switch it up. You had different types of zombies.
1: No, yeah. Absolutely. We're like Some the were Romero like, and mutations. the other
0: ones, everybody's just a zombie. You have these kind of mutations. You had a company that was trying to design these different kinds of.
1: And things like the liquor that were like more monsters than human. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, I mean, it, it changed things up. I mean, they're going to stick to what they originally did, so I'm not going to hold that. I'm just more the zomb- zombie genre as a whole. That and vampires, I feel like, are the two worst with not. Like,. When I hear there's a new vampire movie nine times out of ten, I'm like, I have no interest. I know it's not going to be good. Every once in a while, there's a good one, but I feel like zombies and vampires, it's just the same old stuff. And somebody yeah. needs to shake it up.
1: I, I agree. Um, well, while we're on this note, why don't we take this time to discuss um, the bad, what we didn't like about the movie. Um, go in-depth about that. Um, I'll go first, because something that you had said earlier... See, we said after the movie was over that we liked the movie but we didn't discuss it so now we get to get yeah, we usually the,
0: try to save it till we're on here
1: right and that's that's what i wanted to bring up was that i feel that uh everybody i feel that um hannah john uh came in or comment however you say that uh did a good job as jill um kea did a good job as claire neil as uh, william uh tom as albert we- uh, wesker tom hopper uh robbie amell as chris redfield donald loge and uh, Yvend, uh Jogia, uh, who played Leon S. Kennedy, um, I think they all did a good job at, at, in their roles, but it's funny that you had brought up how you really liked Leon, because the thing that I really disliked about this movie, the main thing, was how much of a dumbass that they made Leon. They made him a rookie, just like in the game Resident Evil 2, yeah. but he's a fucking idiot in this movie. And I mean, even I think I'm saying that right, I'm not so entirely sure either, like you said earlier, but Ivan uh, Jogia, he's a fine actor. Um, but Leon is treated like the village idiot, and that irks me a bit. Uh, you I know, like I
0: didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. I feel like that's, I feel like it set the tone, especially from, uh, was it uh, Irons, Chief Irons. I feel like he kind of set the tone that like, you get your balls busted at this place, and I feel like, for me, I felt that the Leon character, he's a rookie, he really did not seem to want to be there. He was very unsure of himself, and just the pressure they're giving him added on top of it to him, and just making him fuck up more. Okay, fine.
1: Look, i will not saying you're wrong no, I'm no, just no, saying no. that's the way I no, interpret no, and that's, it that's fine look like I was going to say I, I, I disagree but um, and that fact that you know you see it a different way where it doesn't bother you that's fine say I agree with you and say that I you know say you did convince me and say I don't think okay you know what I don't think that they made him a dumbass anymore one thing that I think is inexcusable unless you want to argue this point maybe you will one thing that I think is inexcusable that just really got under my skin is my the worst scene in the movie for me was uh they took the exploding semi semi from uh the resident evil 2 game and use it in this movie but it blows up directly in front of the fucking police station doors while leon is just sitting there behind the desk listening to headphones yet he doesn't know anything's going on until the driver runs through the doors in flames that's the only time leon sees him i don't care if you got bose headphones i don't care how good your headphones are you're going to feel and hear an explosion like that especially if it's right in the front of the front fucking doors where you're fucking sitting
0: and I got excited when I saw the tractor trailer start swerving. I was like,
1: "Yes!" I mean, it was a funny scene. The <laughs> music that was playing, like, it was funny. It was definitely an entertaining scene. Our but it was, uh, but our, it was a our roommates
0: scene. Uh, were not fans of that scene. I made that note immediately. Who's that? Our roommates oh, w- yeah? w- w- at the theater. Oh, uh, they were yeah, v- <laughs> to my left, they were not fans of that
1: scene. They uh, they expressed their displeasure. She's like, "Come on!" Well, like, <laughs> well, I think at the climax of the scene when the, you know, the flaming truck driver gets killed, that, you know, like... Yo, he's straight Michael Myers
0: from Halloween <laughs> 2 just st-
1: st- stomping, walking right. out well, when the punchline of that scene, you know, happens, you know, I, I think me and you both laughed. But it was like the execution, when I'm like, yo, that shit just blew up, like... 30 40 feet in front of this guy a fucking truck just blew up into flames and he's really just jamming to his headphones and has no idea what's going on i'm kind of like i don't care rather that's is a genius or a dumbass or how they portrayed him that's just a dumb unrealistic scene so that is one of the main that's things fine. that i disliked. i'll give, about. I'll give you that one. that is one of the things that i really disliked about the movie was that scene i thought that although like i said the punchline was funny i just thought it was a dumb scene um but uh yeah what, what are some of your dislikes
0: I have to say, I like him in a lot of stuff he's in, but I also dislike him in some stuff he's in, is Neil Neil McDonough. I felt like uh, he played um, Birkin, mm-hmm. who ends up becoming Tyron in the end. Yeah. I felt like his performance was kind of uneven. Like, from his earlier years to his later years. Like
1: He seemed almost kind of like, dicky at the end right like towards like like, i get
0: that he's supposed to be this evil doctor but they like were heavily portraying him with claire of being like he came off as very caring and they're trying to play that through the half and then they just like turn it that he's an evil doctor i thought that is like i guess maybe that speaks to the acting but i thought that they portrayed it too heavily on him being a good guy and you kind of were like oh he's you know even though he's at this facility he cares about claire
1: yeah yeah yeah. i totally get that
0: and i just i mean i guess and like i said i guess i agree with that
1: too i agree with that
0: uh it makes more sense i guess for the storyline to make him tyrant again just instead of just some random mutation but yeah that was kind of weird with his like head in there as tyrant and stuff
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah um yeah well the thing is though is that you know this movie is so much truer to the source material than the first film um but it, it, it suffers from trying to do too much. I feel like this movie would have benefited from just using one of the story points, like The Mansion instead of combining plot points from the first two games i feel that they crammed too much and too short of a runtime
0: and where were the puzzles there was no puzzles. <laughs> and, yeah. there and wasn't swapping a gold medallion with this wood medallion so you correct. could take it with you
1: correct
0: yeah, that would have been ridiculous if they put that shit in there
1: and that's you, yeah like, move statues and stuff and that was what i remember people complaining about uh the tomb raider game because they were like oh you know like Lara croft didn't do this and do that and i'm like you really want to watch like that's not that's not she also had
0: triangle shaped titties
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway um <laughs> resident evil welcome to raccoon city does have a bit of a pacing problem because of the whole you know forcing too much into too small of a time frame um It's just trying to cover too much ground, and I feel like the movie ends too abruptly. I feel like there should have been, like, an extra five or ten minutes in there. It somehow feels incomplete. I guess that's my my complaint, but I think maybe that's because they're planning on sequels, and they wanted to, you know, hook the audiences.
0: Yeah, but I, like, I mean, I guess you don't really get the hook, really, till the big credit scene, and they throw Ada Wong in there. Yeah. The it's guy nice next little... to me know who the fuck that was immediately, because they were like your name, and he's like Ada Wong. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a nice okay, little. Dude.
1: That's a nice little. uh, uh yeah, And I like that it's mid, mid credits as well. So you know, yeah, for you listeners it's out not there, the end credits just do a mid credit. Like, yes, like, seriously, not everybody wants to wait till the whole movie's over. um, So I think yeah,
0: I might have
1: hit this twice. <laughs> Let me I don't care. Um. But yeah, uh, to you listeners out there, uh, there is a mid-credit sequence, so once the movie's over, wait about three, four minutes, if that, honestly, and then you're going to get a nice little scene where you see how uh, Wesker becomes Wesker. Um, Yes, okay, my verdict. Uh, Uh, I wanted
0: to say one good thing they did keep in there. I was so excited when I saw Leon Gray up the fucking rocket launcher.
1: Oh, my God, yes. The whole time, I'm like, yes. the,
0: the whole time going into the movie, like, even before, I'm just like, as soon as I knew Leon and then we're in it, I'm like, are they going to use the rocket launcher? Are but they going to use the rocket launcher? But,
1: dude, the thing was, I was hoping, like, like in the... uh I was just hoping, I'm like, oh, please be like the game where you gotta hit him, like, four or five times with it. I've never oh seen I've never seen in a movie where so somebody ridiculous. or something gets shot, like, several times with a bazooka or a rocket launcher. It's always a one and done. you need that
0: Schwarzenegger one from Commando. <laughs> That's what I was
1: gonna say, but you, it's always that one and done, so, the, could you imagine if they had done where you have to shoot the motherfucker, like, three, Reload four, or five times? He's gonna that kill him! That would be him. amazing! Be so Why is that not done?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gonna say, like, uh, how, how come they didn't do like the video games where you got to play the stories in order you got to do like leon a and then claire b <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you can have different endings because i think the original one has four different endings I yeah think.
1: yeah uh-huh i remember and uh and if you have to like unlock and do all these different things in order to play certain endings i believe i believe i played the first game once um after i got the tyrant which was the second time i remember i didn't get tyrant the first time i fucked the game up and i I did not get the tyrant i just fought him the second time though and after that i was able to say yeah i did it and walk away
0: (laughs) yeah i played the resident evil 2 remake um i got about halfway through and then i ended up i gotta go back and finish it i'm probably more than halfway through mr x still scares the shit out of me fucking like turning running away as fast as i can (laughs) like some like survival horror games get me more than watching a horror movie i feel like nowadays i think it's because you put yourself in the situation you're the one controlling the situation yeah yeah but like there's some survival horror games out there that still fucking like scared the shit out of me
1: yeah i mean uh, uh the evil within creeped me the fuck out I, i'm still in the middle of playing the second one um but uh yeah uh, survival horror games will definitely do that to you like that was my thing was i'm like oh i'm gonna play it uh in the pitch black with a candle burning smoke a bong pack like 40 minutes into playing i'm like hey, maybe i ought to turn that kitchen light on just to get a little bit of light coming in this room you know so it ain't totally dark in here
0: i'll tell you one recently uh well i guess it wasn't recently it's been several years now but alien isolation man I'll tell you fuck. Oh, yeah. when you're just chilling in an a vent and you just hear this, you running more front and around and I'm just like, where the fuck's it at? Where the <laughs> fuck's it at? <laughs> uh, all
1: right. Well, back again, <laughs> back to resident evil. <laughs> welcome to raccoon city. Um, my verdict, uh, like the 2002 film, welcome to raccoon city has its flaws, but also like the 2002 film, it is still very enjoyable and very entertaining uh but and unlike the 2002 film it is a real survival horror film that is packed with scares and a good time the music by mark corvin is incredible as we said and as a horror fan i prefer this one over the 2002 film i give it a 7.5 out of 10
0: well 7.5 i thought i was being generous i was gonna say i kind of echo a lot of what you said um I was gonna say like a six, six, seven somewhere oh, around six, seven. there. I still, you know I what? still enjoyed it. Like, you know, I'm I want to watch it again. I'm gonna go again. down. I'm
1: gonna go down. I'm gonna give it a seven. I thought about it as you were saying that. I think a seven point five is a little too high. My final verdict: seven out of ten.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I want to see it again. I, I. Even with a free pass, I'm not gonna go see it again in theaters. What,
1: what is your verdict again? I'm sorry, you said six point three.
0: No, 6.7. Uh, 6.7, I okay. i too high Okay, that's what I thought of. <laughs> 6.3 came out.
1: I'm probably the one that's too high and just didn't hear you properly. 6.7, homie. So we got a 6.7 from John and a 7 from Drew. Okay. So we got, you know, positives all around, right? Thumbs up. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's some stuff I didn't like, but
0: I can't really hold the acting against it when you have... Uh, the original voice acting from the first game that oh was, god oh my god i can't hold acting against it but yeah <laughs> i mean i i want to see it again i'll probably get it uh i wouldn't i put it this way i wouldn't pre-order it on voodoo but when they have a sale on it for like 10 bucks i'll probably pick it up
1: or you'll take that voodoo code for me for free when i buy Fair, it on 4k one of those
0: two. <laughs> i mean you buy it on 4k sure i'll take it
1: all right so uh resident evil welcome to raccoon city drew and john from high on horror the podcast say check it out
0: thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in we told you we wouldn't abandon you we're definitely (laughs) going to be in touch with you again before our new season starts in january on december 20th and that'll be our christmas episode uh, make sure to follow us online uh, you never know uh, we might have something for you before the christmas but you can follow us on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok high on horror 420. you can always email us at highonhorror on 420 at gmail.com and uh, make sure to go to our website highonhorror.com. you can sign up for our newsletter while you're there and you'll get announcements if we do have something again for you before christmas and you'll get our guest announcements and our newest episodes delivered directly into your inbox. And uh, I guess all it's left to say is uh, definitely check out Resident Evil Raccoon City. It's not perfect, but still a fun movie to watch. And I guess that'll about wrap her up. Catch you later. Bye, everybody.